Data from the Missouri Department of Conservation shows that deer hunters in Missouri harvested over 8,000 deer during the alternative methods portion of the firearms deer season. Top harvest counties were Franklin with 200 deer harvested, Harrison with 186, and Macon with 162. Many are waiting for the start of boat show season for a chance to plan for next summer's boating season. However, both the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, as well as the Kansas City Boat and Sports Show, have been canceled for 2023. Organizers cited venue problems as the reason for this year's cancellation. A full list of Lake Area Boat Shows is available at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. LakeExpo.com I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A lot of college hoops last night. 20th ranked Mizzou on the road against number 13 Arkansas. Good game. Mizzou led by as many as 17 in the first half, led by seven at halftime. They lose the lead in the second half and end up losing the game 74-68. But again, Mizzou proving they're a pretty good team this year. Uh, losing to a top 20 team in a tough game here ends their string of two straight wins over top 20 teams, Illinois and Kentucky. Next up for the Tigers, Saturday at home against Vanderbilt. MSU Bears with a nice win last night. They beat up on Evansville 85-62. The Bears' fourth straight win. They're now 8-7 on the season. High school basketball, Camdenton is 9-3 after losing earlier this week at Lebanon. It is uh, Camdenton busy Friday at home against Kickapoo. 6-4 Osage busy Friday at Stoutland. 5-6 Eldon Friday at Salem. Versailles 6-2 on the season. They're playing this week in the Stover Tournament. They beat Smith Cotton earlier this week. Next game on Lake TV will be next Tuesday. Camdenton Lakers at home against Rolla. That's a really good Rolla team so far this year. St. Louis Blues 18-17-3 on the season. They beat Toronto Tuesday. They are on the road to play New Jersey tonight. Chiefs getting ready for a showdown this weekend and the regular season against the Raiders. The Chiefs 13-3 that is the number one seed in the AFC for the moment. Remember, the Bills didn't get a play last week. They're 12-3, a half game behind the Chiefs. 
uh, depending on what the NFL decides to do with that Bills-Bengals game that was suspended. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the High School Basketball Coaches Show. This week, it's Eldon Coach Nathaniel Caudell on the Mustangs program. Check that out every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV Sports Update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739. 573-378-8739. listening to a very special presentation of The Daily Show on 89.3 KEYK. Hey, thanks for joining us here today on 89.3 The Key. And uh, as always on a Thursday, we like to bring Mindy Sales in because Mindy always brings us some uh, some great topics and some great guests. And of course, today is no exception. And I think this is probably... Uh, uh, one of the more special opportunities we've had to talk about someone in our community and not necessarily from their perspective, but the perspective of family and friends that uh, know this particular individual. And so, Mindy, uh, who are we going to be talking about today? Well, today we're going to be talking about Scotty Martin. And um, I I chose this uh, and I wanted to start the new year off on a, a great note, just a, a wonderful positive note. Scotty has done so much in our community, and I've, I've known about him for quite a long time, and I've known about what all he does, but I was saving this one for, for a special time, and I, and I think this is the time. So I do not know Scotty personally. I do know all that he does and mm-hmm. all the, um, you know, what he gives to the community, and I know some of his friends and family, and so I decided to do something a little bit different this time. So I 
we, you and me, brought in some people who uh, know Scotty very well and have some amazing stories to tell about him and about his generosity and his kindness. And um, so we're going to let the friends and family talk today. I, uh, Scotty does not know, did not know about this until yesterday when I called and let him know that this, uh, uh, that we are going to be recording or talking or speaking of him today. And so he um, really didn't have an idea. And I think that he will probably be a little annoyed with me because he doesn't like attention. Sure. And he doesn't like um, being bragged on. But I don't think this is being bragged on. I feel like this is a thank you for all that he does. And just to let him know what people think about him and let him know what um, a difference he's making in our community and how... Um, you know, and you'll hear stories of how he went from kind of maybe a little bit of a punk to a, a really awesome guy doing a lot of great things in our community. And uh, I think it's important when, you know, we have people doing great things that we point them out and especially people who own businesses that are really giving back to our community. I think it's important. And Scotty um, and his family have Scott's Concrete and they... Um, they're just doing amazing things, and I, I'm honored to be able to talk about them a little bit, but I'm mostly honored to have the people that we brought yes, in yes. to do the talking. And we've got a number of, of, of people, and uh, I would imagine uh, you know these folks uh, because they're from all over the place, as we said, family and friends, and just a lot of people who have some good stories to share about Scotty Martin. And, uh, of course, as I said, you've probably seen uh, Scott's concrete trucks driving all over the lake area. And do you know where they're going? Well, I'm sure they're going to help people out that have uh, hired the company for one reason or another. But on occasion, maybe one of these trucks or uh, some equipment uh, gets used in an instance where we might just not expect it to be used uh, to help folks out for one reason or another. And as you said, Mindy, uh, the family, uh, Scotty, Jane, the entire family, and uh, a lot of the people that work for Scott's Concrete are very instrumental. And that uh, is something that uh, Scotty himself has started for one reason or another. He kind of grew out of that, as you said, punk stage (laughs) and has really become uh, a great leader in the community and certainly someone that uh, helps out uh, whether uh, he likes to or not. And and I say that jokingly, of course, but uh, he never leads on that he's the kind of person that uh, would do that. And he certainly doesn't want any credit or a pat on the back or any type of accolades. But uh, unfortunately, Scotty, you're going to hear that for the next hour as we uh, get into a, a great hour again, thanks to the uh, uh, work of Mindy Sales, hunting people down and uh, just get back and relax and uh, get ready for what is going to be something I think that the entire community is going to enjoy as we uh, celebrate, pay tribute to, and uh, just share some interesting stories with Scotty Martin on Key Radio. Well, all right, Mindy, we're going to get this thing started. A, a conversation with Al Griman. And so uh, you kind of headed this all up. Tell us a little bit about Al. Well, Al Griman is Scotty's uncle. So he has got some great stories uh, to share with us. He, you know, about when maybe Scotty was younger and maybe a little bit naughty, a little mischievous. Um, and as he's watched Scotty grow up into uh, the the gentleman he is today. So there's some great stories from um, Al, and I'm really excited for him to share them with us. Let's hear what Al Griman has to say about Scotty Martin. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. 
you know, Scotty was a daredevil in high school. I don't know if you knew that. And and he quite honestly was not. I mean, he was at the bottom of the list in terms of my nieces and nephews that I liked. That's what um, I've heard. That he was yeah, kind because of a punk. yeah, he was. And uh, you know, just kind of a um, hate to use the word, but just a smart ass of sorts. And uh, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, and that's exactly right, because uh, underneath that rough exterior is an absolute heart of gold. And, uh, you know, Scotty developed that heart that wasn't always there, you know, from the beginning. And so I'm an uncle to Scotty, so I've known Scotty uh, since uh, uh, I could bounce him on my knee, basically. And, uh, you know, throughout uh, uh, junior high school and high school, Scotty was pretty much a daredevil. I mean, you'd see him heading down the lake on a wave runner, uh, jumping uh, the wakes behind boats and trying to get as far airborne as uh, he could possibly go. And and uh, that kind of resulted in a few broken bones. I think he had a broken ankle and, and uh, had some other uh, horrific um, um, wrecks with his sea-dew. And, uh, you know, we would always try to tell Scotty, you know, you are not Teflon-coated. Um, one of these times, you know, that's not, it's not going to work out so well for you. And, and, you know, it seemed like Scotty always took that as a dare instead of, a, of a, you know, let me take some good advice. And uh, so, you know, he, he always kind of pushed the limit, um, you know, there for a few years and, and even out of high school. But, you know, uh, Scotty is, is much like his dad, uh, Mikey, and, and they both have uh, really good hearts underneath all of this uh, toughness and this, uh, this, this thing about, you know, uh, I, I, I'm just fearless in terms of what I can do and what I can accomplish. And I think Scotty Moore has taken that um, to, a, to a much different level to where, um, you know, he, he truly just is an ambassador for the community and the things that he is willing to do. And, uh, you know, again, having this history with Scotty, um, you know, he's always been kind of my go-to guy for probably the last uh, 10 years or so. Um, you know, he, he actually, as a nephew, uh, spent some time living with my wife and I, and and uh, we, we had some great years together where, um, you know, he would, he would, uh, um, help my wife cook and help me with landscaping projects around the house and, and doing a lot of things. But uh, he really matured uh, during that time and really did some things in the community that were were just truly awesome. And, um, you know, I'm going to give you one story. So um, I, I, I belong to a local church uh, here in, in Osage Beach. And um, um, a few years back, our church would every summer they would adopt one of the local schools around here to to volunteer to do some painting and cleanup and some things like that just to kind of help them get ready for the school year and uh, we, uh, one of the churches or one of the schools that the church adopted was the Iberia School District and uh, uh, over in their elementary school um, the principal or the superintendent uh, asked the question about hey, our concrete steps that are going off the back of the elementary school um, are getting kind of dangerous. They're chipping, and they've got some pieces of concrete mix missing. Do you guys happen to have anybody that might be able to come in and help out with that? 
And uh, that turned out to uh, basically somebody showing up with an excavator and just essentially ripping that entire set of staircase away. And so off of the back of the schoolhouse was about a 10-foot drop to the playground where the kids were going out. And uh, we all kind of started to panic a little bit. We weren't quite sure what we were going to do. And uh, it was uh, less than a week away from when school was getting ready to open. And uh, as I have done many times in the past, uh, I called Scotty and I immediately made this part of his problem, not just my problem, but Scotty's problem as well. And, you know, that's I say that because Scotty and I have a history of just razzing each other back and forth. But Scotty, out of the goodness of his heart, I asked him, I said, is there any chance we could find a concrete contractor who could basically stop doing what they're doing now and come put a set of steps into the uh, in behind the Iberia School? And Scotty said, there's not a chance. Everybody is so busy. But uh, he said, I, I guess, Uncle Al, I'll come help you do it. And uh, for two days, in about 100-degree temperatures, uh, Scotty and I went out uh, now I work in healthcare, so I know nothing about anything when it comes to building, and my wife will tell everybody that. But uh, uh, Scotty is, you know, he's also one of these guys who not only can jump into the middle of things, but he's, you know, he's pretty bright. Um, you know, I give him a lot of credit for being able to figure things out. And uh, we formed up a set of steps that were about 10 foot wide and uh, uh, roughly about 10 foot high. I think it was 12 steps in total off of the back of the Iberia School, um, you know, and I'm just thinking, you know, kids are going to be running up and down this thing. I sure hope they turn out okay. And uh, Scotty did a great job. He, he, you know, obviously he's very resourceful. He called the concrete company and said, you know, send us out the concrete. We're ready to pour steps. It was two days because it was so hot that we couldn't pour it all at one shot because the concrete was setting up uh, so fast. But when it was all said and done and we pulled the forms loose, um, it turned out to be a, a magnificent set of steps. And I think the Iberia School folks were very happy. And Scotty just does things like that, you know, with without, um, you know, a moment of hesitation. You know, he's just always kind of been one of those guys who um, just, you know, if there's a need um, and, and Scotty feels like he can help out in doing that, um, he, that's what he does. He jumps in and, and uh, takes takes that on. Um, I know, you know, in, in the past years, um, when we've had big snowfalls here at the lake, you know, Scotty jumps in his uh, heavy equipment and they drive right up to the schools and, and, you know, push out the snow in the lots so the schools can get going again. I don't know that he's asked to do that. I think he just takes it upon himself to do things like that. Um, you know, there's been other organizations around the lake area, you know, that he has, he has, uh, you know, really um, stepped up and, and helped out. He's, you know, really, I think, uh, uh, took the Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization by, you know, his efforts and, and his wife, Allison, um, and has, you know, set up the fundraisers and has worked with the board there and, and others to to really make a huge difference and when you think about you know organizations like that and what they do you know for you know for kids because those you know obviously those uh, bigs can make a huge difference a huge impact in, in those kids and uh, you know without Scotty and Allison's effort and what they're doing with that I'm not sure that that organization would be as strong as it is today. 
But Satya Scotty, you know, I mean, I can tell you, you know, 20 years ago, and I've told him this from, he's heard this out of my lips many times, you know, he was at the bottom of the list in terms of my nieces and nephews that I that I liked. Um, but he has worked his way to that very top. You know, he's, I couldn't be more proud of, of where he's at, you know, in his life and what he's doing in the community. Kind of chokes me up a little bit because, you know, he's he, he's just somebody that, that um, you know, I, I I look at and and I think you know, dude, you're you're doing so many good things, and that's really cool. So the next person we're going to hear from uh, today is Casey Osborne. Now, I've seen Casey around town, and uh, Casey's a very interesting individual. But uh, how did you uh, find out about the relationship that Casey had with Scotty? Well, I actually uh, am friends with his wife and uh, with Casey's wife, and we were just talking about Scotty one day, and um, he just started talking about him. And so that was actually the beginning of me you know, realizing or, you know, deciding that this, this guy is pretty awesome and I really want to focus on him. So, uh, Scotty and Casey have been friends for, um, a while and there's some pretty awesome stories that, uh, Casey spills the beans on. So I'm looking forward to everyone hearing about, about Scotty. And, uh, of course, Casey and Scotty didn't start out as friends, but became friends as uh, things kind of uh, went on. Casey, uh, will tell you that story right now on 89.3 The Key. Yeah, so Scotty's dad's the reason that my family moved to the lake. In 93, my dad and his dad were uh, close friends, and he actually leased him a, a building. So it was always Uncle Mike, you know, which is Scotty's dad. Uncle Mikey, Uncle Mikey. So uh, Scotty would have been, I guess, uh, almost a cousin, but he's always older. He hung out with my older brothers, and they were close. So uh, I always looked up to Scotty and looked up to that group, but wouldn't really a part of that uh, growing up so I've seen Scotty go from uh, you know young man Scotty to Scotty today which is two different guys you know he was I guess you could say spoiled and he, he had a lot of entitlement and, uh, life life shaped him up really good but through the grace of God he's a he's a different man today so uh, I wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for Scotty uh, when I was just getting going um, the location my dad had was basically across the pond from Scott's Concrete. Um, couldn't afford any heavy equipment, forklifts, uh, bobcats, or anything like that. And Scotty knew that, so um, he just offered any time that we needed anything unloaded off of a truck, he would send his guys over with uh, with a loader, you know. And those are big pieces of equipment, and I'm sure they had profitable things to be doing not not helping me out at 19 years old but uh i probably used that card um 30 or 40 times and he never he never hit me for money um i would always offer he'd he'd, he'd, he'd joke about it he'd get it some way or the other but he he was he knew what he was doing and i and i do too now looking back so anytime that uh, i've run into an expansion or a project uh, that requires concrete and he'll come on the job site and he'll just take over and um, he, he basically does that out of the kindness and to see he gets excited to see others do well that's i think that's probably the best thing about him is it's not how can this benefit me he just loves uh, seeing other people thrive and in, in the environment and that's a big thing he's he's basically made me 
uh, his little cousin or, or little brother. So we've we've developed a a close relationship on the personal side. Um, you know, between the Chiefs games, he's, he's taken me to several of those. He's got fantastic seats uh, that you just don't say no to. You know, he'll call you at 11 o'clock at night if he's got an empty seat. You just drop everything to make it happen. Um, so. He, he takes me to several of those. Uh, we've done lunch. I, I was thinking on the way over here uh, when I didn't have the the funds. Um, anytime he invited me to lunch, I was never never concerned. I couldn't couldn't cover. And you know, I, I actually try to carry that now. But um, it's always like, well, do you invite this guy? This guy never pays or whatever. We all have that friend. That's not that's not with Scotty. Scotty still wants you to be at that table, whether you can afford to cover yours or not and he you know he'd always paid just like that now that i'm in a position uh to be able to afford my own meal and others uh, i look at some of these guys that are in their 20s young 20s and, and, and even guys that are my age that are struggling uh instead of looking at it as a burden i just look at it as an opportunity to pay it forward uh pay it back um you know scotty still doesn't let me buy too many meals uh but I, that that is something I try to do. Um, the funny thing about Scotty is on a job site, he's he's completely different than he is uh, in, a, in a personal setting or uh, maybe at an event or, or charity, any, anything. You see different. He does a good job compartmentalizing that. and He's had to get pretty tough uh, because he's third-generation concrete guy. Um, and a lot of people would just assume uh, it, it's being handed to him because of his last name or who he is um, and so he's had a chip on his shoulder from that he's gotten dang good at concrete he, he knows the business inside and out he's got opportunities outside of this area that would pay better uh, he, he could move and, and and do really well and and uh, provide but he, he won't leave the lake I mean, he he could i think i think make four times the money that he's making uh, in kansas city um, and he just won't do it so i just really respect that that he sees this lake for what it is um it's it's a blessing to be here i know we don't make as much money as we could in other areas and and it's a dang struggle at times um but what a blessing it is to be here so i think i think some of that feeling that uh and and, and feeling connected to a community uh tied in has rubbed off um, through the lean years especially you know and you being able to count on it so uh, but he can uh he can make you laugh and, and be your best friend and you get on a job site and the same day he can make you cry he can be pretty hard on you uh he, he can put you down and make you feel pretty stupid and um i think i think he lacks a filter <laughs> and, and and he cuts you because you just love him uh and and when he says something you want to listen and he knows that now i think in his he's he's in his 40s now so he's starting to realize uh he's got to go back and play cleanup crew a little bit you know on, on some of those <laughs> singers or emotions he's hit and the cuts uh, and I think that's some of the biggest growth I've seen him in the last 10 years but he, he didn't have it he didn't have it easy he made he made some poor choices that shaped who he is now and, and uh, he doesn't like he doesn't like to be recognized he gets a little um, embarrassed or, or he gets real quiet he he doesn't want anything to do with that. So to be able to talk about him is kind of fun, but it's also a little awkward to know that uh, he probably won't like this at all. So.
So again, we have a lot of great organizations here at the Lake of the Ozarks that reach out to help people. And hey, the lake is a great place for people to come and enjoy a great camping experience. So we thought we would reach out to Jill Wilkie, who's the executive director of Wonderland Camp. And uh, I guess as every other person has had uh, the opportunity to do, Mindy, she's got a great story to tell about Scotty Martin. Yes, Jill uh, just... You know, really doesn't know him very well personally, but knows his business side. And he has come to Wonderland Camp's aid many times, helping out with different projects. So Jill's going to share a little bit about that right now. Jill Wilkie from Wonderland Camp on 89.3 The Key. Well, I have to say, Scotty has been involved and his family has been involved with Wonderland Camp literally for decades. They have helped us. Um, make our camp accessible you know out in rocky mountain obviously it's hilly it's rocky (laughs) and uh, we need concrete paths that enable our campers to be able to get get around the the campus easily and they've been huge and instrumental in that along with any new buildings that we're building we're actually building some things right now that we're utilizing their concrete services for but I'll tell you, this summer, we put in a beach down at our lakefront, and they were so incredibly helpful. They offered their trucks up to us to get the sand down to us, to get gravel to us, to get the riprap to us. They, they do that without wanting or, or needing recognition, even though it, to us it is just huge. It lets our campers just play in the sand and be happy and and have a great time. All of the things that they've done are just amazing. We have a pool and our decking needed to be replaced. They came in and they did that at a much, much lower cost than we could have gotten anyplace else. Our basketball court, you know, things that people don't think about that as a nonprofit, we don't just have an extra ten or twenty or fifty thousand dollars laying around to be able to uh, keep our our grounds to the level that we need them to be. And without Scott's Concrete and Scotty Martin, we we would be struggling. And so I'm just again so gracious and grateful for all that he's done for us. Stick around, because following the bottom of the hour break, we're back with more of a very special presentation of The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, January 5th. A former Lake of the Ozarks real estate agent, Leanne Bauman, who allegedly tried to pay to get her mother-in-law killed, has had her case dismissed and will not be going to trial. In a statement, Bauman wrote thanks to Camden County for recognizing she never intended anyone actual harm. Camden County prosecuting attorney Rochelle Grovsner explained to Lake Expo that the case had been dismissed before she even took office. Data from the Missouri Department of Conservation shows that deer hunters in Missouri harvested over 8,000 deer during the alternative methods portion of the firearms deer season. Top harvest counties were Franklin with 200 deer harvested, Harrison with 186, and Macon with 162. 
Many are waiting for the start of boat show season for a chance to plan for next summer's boating season. However, both the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, as well as the Kansas City Boat and Sports Show, have been canceled for 2023. Organizers cited venue problems as the reason for this year's cancellation. A full list of Lake Area Boat Shows is available at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. LakeExpo.com I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A lot of college hoops last night. 20th ranked Mizzou on the road against number 13 Arkansas. Good game. Mizzou led by as many as 17 in the first half, led by seven at halftime. They lose the lead in the second half and end up losing the game 74-68. But again, Mizzou proving they're a pretty good team this year, uh, losing to a top-20 team in a tough game here, ends their string of two straight wins over top-20 teams, Illinois and Kentucky. Next up for the Tigers, Saturday at home against Vanderbilt. MSU Bears with a nice win last night. They beat up on Evansville 85-62. The Bears' fourth straight win. They're now 8-7 and seven on the season. High school basketball, Camdenton is 9-3 and three after losing earlier this week at Lebanon. It is uh, Camdenton busy Friday at home against Kickapoo. 6-4 and four Osage busy Friday at Stoutland. 5-6 and six Eldon Friday at Salem. Versailles 6-2 and two on the season. They're playing this week in the Stover Tournament. They beat Smith Cotton earlier this week. Next game on Lake TV will be next Tuesday. Camdenton Lakers at home against Rolla. That's a really good Rolla team so far this year. St. Louis Blues 18-17-3 on the season. They beat Toronto Tuesday. They are on the road to play New Jersey tonight. Chiefs getting ready for a showdown this weekend and the regular season against the Raiders. The Chiefs 13-3 that is the number one seed in the AFC for the moment. Remember, the Bills didn't get a play last week. They're 12-3, and a half game behind the Chiefs, depending on what the NFL decides to do with that Bills-Bengals game that was suspended. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the High School Basketball Coaches Show. This week, it's Eldon Coach Nathaniel Caudell on the Mustangs program. Check that out every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Do you or a family member or maybe an employee need help? Encompass Purpose is here for you. Encompass Purpose is a nonprofit solution to wellness. You have a true potential to live up to your healthy mind and healthy body, a happier, more successful existence. We work with individuals and employers to do just that. EncompassPurpose.com, 573-286-5625. And also make sure to tune into our radio program right here on 89.3 The Key. Can your business benefit from free consulting help? If you are a business owner with a website and social media presence, 
and would like more market share and audience reach, a student assistant might be perfect for you. The Missouri Small Business Development Center at State Fair Community College has partnered with the accredited Digital Market Class to offer one-on-one collaboration to benefit businesses and students at no cost to you. Students can help with digital marketing, web design, search engine optimization, advertising and marketing, social media, and more. Your only commitment is to collaborate with your student through recurring meetings and assignment discussions. It's a win for businesses and students. Spring semester is January 17 through May 14. If you want to know more, contact Kelly Asbury by phone at 660-596-7350. You can help victims of violence while earning a 70% tax credit for donations of $100 or more. Citizens Against Domestic Violence provides safe shelter and advocacy for victims of domestic violence. Start by making a donation to CADV and they'll send you a no-obligation application describing the tax credit opportunity. Your giving is for an important cause serving survivors of domestic violence with shelter legal advocacy, support groups, and more. Contact CADV at P.O. Box 245 Camdenton or email info at cadv-voc.org or call 888-809-7233. You can make a difference. Now, back to a very special presentation of The Daily Show on 89.3 the key. Well, Mindy, our next uh, contributor, I guess if you want to call him that, is somebody we've already had on the program, and that's Gary Brayman, and uh, he met Scotty through, uh, I guess, an interesting set of circumstances, and uh, we know Gary, much like Scotty, uh, likes helping out his community. Absolutely. Uh, The guys actually play pickleball together, but uh, Scotty had asked Gary to go and help him with one of his um, amazing contributions to this community, and Gary's going to tell us all about it and a few other stories right now. Gary Brayman, our next, again, contributor as part of a look back at the life and times of Scotty Martin on 89.3 The Key. Oh, I do know him personally, but probably different than most people do. I haven't known him that long, and I have, haven't had any business dealings with him. So a couple of years ago, I was with a group of pickleball people down in the Lynn Creek City Park, and we were extending the pickleball and a basketball court there and Scotty was donating the concrete to do so and we were all working there it was a Saturday we were all working together to extend the uh, the basketball court and pickleball court so that we have more room and he was kind of being a little mouthy as Scotty does and it was a lot of fun and he was picking on people and I jumped right in and it was great and then fast forward like six or eight months later I saw him at the Community Christian Church there in Camden playing pickleball in the morning and it was him and Al Griman and Casey and there were only three of them and I said hey you want a fourth I'll join in so they said yes and so I started playing pickleball with them that day and then every Wednesday and Friday since almost we've played pickleball in the morning at 630 so I only really know Scotty from pickleball Wednesday and Friday mornings at the Community Christian Church there in Camdenton, and then last year, uh, Scotty, I found through playing pickleball, I found out he was going to be delivering 
mattresses to the kids around the area that needed the mattresses and I said hey I don't work on Fridays I'll I'll help you out and so that next the next morning we we all went out and delivered mattresses and I got to know him on a personal level and it was great and it was a lot of fun and we saw a lot of interesting things and saw a lot of kids just lights their eyes lit up and we're so happy to get these mattresses and so um, I'm going to help him again this year and uh, he's done a lot of other stuff in the community that uh, I've heard so that, that's kind of how I know him I just know him by uh, playing pickleball with him Wednesday and Friday for almost uh, a little over a year now and uh, he's the, the one thing I really like about him he's got the cutest little giggle <laughs> it's so fun when he gets tickled he giggles and it's great that's all I really that's all I really know about Scotty what a great time we're having talking about I guess we could easily say the life and times of Scotty Martin here at the Lake of the Ozarks. But another gentleman, and you probably know the name because he recently ran for office, his name is Kyle LeBrew. Tell us what you know about Kyle, Mindy. Well, I called Kyle on a really just a short notice, and he jumped on into the studio, and uh, he is a business associate of Scotty. So he has kind of a different take as far as um, not being family or friend, but I believe a friend now, but it's a business standpoint. So uh, he's got some pretty awesome stories about Scotty. So Kyle, here you go. Here you go, Kyle. And thanks for being a part of it uh, right here on 89.3, the key. Well, it's interesting. I haven't, uh, I didn't grow up with Scotty. Scotty is actually my oldest brother's age and they went to school together. And as a uh, happenstance would be, I have two daughters that are Scotty's uh, daughter's age. And so I kept bumping into him, and I thought, man, this guy is just full of piss and vinegar. And if you know Scotty, he just is always going. And I thought, I actually, I, if I'm being completely real, when the first time I thought I met Scotty, I thought that he was a little full of himself. And I was like, man, I just, I just could not stand him at first. And then I watched him, and you see all the quiet things that he does in our community, you know, the things that he does that nobody sees and you realize his heart is truly pure gold. Um, I know from, from my, from my end of things, I'm a developer in the area here. Uh, him and his mom have probably helped more businesses in the area stay afloat than probably anybody else. They find creative ways to get things done for people when they're, they're struggling. And, uh, as, as our girls became friends, Scotty and I became wonderful friends and now best friends. And um, one of the things that he involved me in that I'm, uh, it was it was probably a better service to me than it was to anybody else was we got to go deliver these beds to these families that, you know, at some circumstances, we'd walk into houses and these kids would be sleeping on literally those $2 air mattresses that you'd see at the dollar store that, you know, you throw away every year. And we'd set up a bed. And these kids light their faces would light up, and um, for me that was that was kind of the the forging of our friendship. Is as we as we were able to do things together, it really you got to see who Scotty was, and who Scotty is in our community is somebody that loves his community, and he loves to help people any way he can. And uh, you know their family are, are wonderful at not just giving a hand out but a hand up you know, helping people to become self-sufficient in their own ways. And so Scotty is one of those, those unsung heroes and really in our, in our community. And I, and I can tell you the things that you do see about him, 
there's probably 90% more that you don't see that he's doing behind the curtain. Yeah, so it, it's been it's been kind of a a template for me to go, hey, this works for them, you know, and and to see the joy that it brings our area. And uh, you know, if you if you talk to their employees, you know, Scotty and and Jane them over there, the people there have been with them for 30 some years, a lot of them, 20 years. You know, if if and most people in this community at one point some family member has worked at Scott's Concrete. And so you see you see that they're their recipe of success is people you know they always put people first you know and for me i try to do that now i I see it in my in my everyday when i'm dealing with people i try to put people first i try to make sure that i can help people up and um you know i see the little things that they do and and i try to do those too so i'm i'm grateful for their example to me and i try to do what i can to try to i guess pay it forward and and know continue the the traditions that they have started in our community um maybe you're aware maybe you're not aware but uh, scotty and his wife are really uh involved in the big brothers big sisters program um scotty has has been in that program for a long time and and really taken up uh several of these kids and take them under his wing you know he's i mean really become a surrogate father to several of these kids i i witnessed it uh, and just <laughs> he he literally took them like they're, they're his own kids. You know, he set goals for them with their grades. He made sure that they were uh, setting goals to go to college. You know, he even cleared a path for them to go to college. And you know, if they didn't want to go to college, he set up a, a program for them to go to a tech school or you know to do a program to make sure that they would be successful. Um, Scotty is one of those guys that that he's not just trying to fill the time. He's actually trying to make an impact in these kids' life, and for me, that was that was such an inspiration to see that what one person could do in somebody's life. And Scotty's uh, he's involved in this kid's life to this day. You know, I, I see e- even though the this young man has has grown up and has moved on and and, and is is a man now, Scotty still worries about him like he's family, and that's who he is. It, it was never about a program to him. It was about really being an impact in somebody's life and, and actually making a difference. Um, so you, you see Scotty, you see his wife, you see them constantly trying to get people involved in the Big Brothers, Big Sisters program, and, and they're doing it. I mean, they're not just talking about it, they're really being about it. And I can tell you from my experience looking at it from the, the outside in, it is incredibly, incredibly uh, inspiring. You know, all of us, and I'm I'm the worst at it, you know, I always think about everything that I don't have. I don't have time in my life to do any of these extra programs. And then you look at Scotty and everything that they have on their plate, and somehow him and his wife find time to do a little bit extra, just a little bit extra. You can call Scotty anytime, any night, and I guarantee you he's going to go to some type of meeting, some type of fundraiser. He is always going. So he's truly somebody in our community that... He's, he's making a difference every single day. So we've heard from a family member and we've heard from a friend. Now we want to hear from someone in the community here at the Lake of the Ozarks that runs an organization that's very helpful, very helpful to folks, and that would be Cherie Keeley. Mindy, tell us more about Cherie. Cherie is the executive director of the CADV, the Citizens Against Domestic Violence. They have a very large fundraiser every year, and Scotty Martin and the Martin family are very generous donors to that. So we're going to let Cherie tell you all about it. 
Here's another great story from Cherie Keeley talking about Scotty Martin on 89.3 The Key. Well, so um, Scott's Concrete um, has done a lot for citizens against domestic violence. They um, typically sponsor our at our brunch, and they don't just purchase one table. They do two, which is kind of a big deal. Um, they also, like once we needed for our playground in the backyard, we needed some filler um, so that the kids, when they fell, fell a little softer. And um, we put on Facebook, I think, that we needed some pebbles or something. And Scott's Concrete came over and dumped um, a pile out for us. It just, it amazes me. And then I believe in the new... Um, the baseball field that was built, they put up a banner um, on behalf of CADV, which I actually haven't been able to see yet, but heard that they did that. And just, I guess I'm always amazed from um, our organization, how giving the community is. And Scott's Concrete comes up over and over as someone that um, cares about our mission and walks with us and helps us to serve victims. And the money that we get on any of the fundraisers goes directly to help victims of domestic violence. So if, um, if they need help you know, with their vehicles or getting into their own place. I mean, you think about all those upfront costs and lots of times there's some financial things that are going on as a part of the domestic violence. So we're able to use those unrestricted funds to help get somebody stable. Um, when, when survivors are stable, then they make better decisions. When they are scared, they um, either return to an abusive relationship or they will um, get into another one. So a lot of people know of Scotty Martin and uh, the next person that we're going to hear from Aaron Coppin knows of Scotty hasn't had a whole lot of, uh, I guess, direct contact with him, but uh, a, a very interesting story to say the least, Mindy. Yes, definitely. The thing I, I love about what Aaron has to say is that he knows Scotty, and but he's not in his really tight circle of friends, but he's got some pretty amazing stories and, and a lot of respect for Scotty. So uh, let's hear what um, Aaron has to say. Aaron Coppin on 89.3, The Key. I wouldn't call Scotty a close friend, but I know him out in the community. Uh, we cross paths occasionally, um, but he is a friend. He's somebody that uh, has... Uh, supported me personally in some endeavors that uh, I've been involved in and then in the community so I, I make it a point to try to be involved in the community with different organizations nonprofit organizations the Y board uh, the Magic Dragon Trails the uh, uh, disc golf course that we're putting together uh, and uh, Rotary all of those things and it's it's it it is shocking how often his name comes up as somebody that also gets involved, that helps, that donates time, resources, money to these different uh, entities in the community. Uh, you know, I know uh, he and I share a lot of friends. Uh, we have a lot of friends in common. That uh, and so, and so we're kind of part of that same group that cares a lot about this area and investing in. And this, this our home. Uh, you know, I know he's big into big brothers, uh, big sisters, and um, 
and his uh, you know the the business that they run is reputable been around so long and and uh, the employees are great I know people that have worked at Scott's Concrete or work there you know uh, but uh, he just invests in the community he's that's the kind of person that he is and so although I don't know him well uh, I, I it feels like I do because I know where his heart is he he just cares you know he I, I know he cares just based on the fact that his he comes up so often uh, in the different service projects that we get become part of and uh, you know the you you hear so much from others about what he does in our community and that kind of precedes his reputation in a good way I guess that's and so I don't really specifically have a a story it's more of a I was as I was driving here I was thinking you know well what, what do I say I mean I don't I you know I I know that Gary and Kyle and all these others are really close to him and I'm not so close to him um, but what I do know is the quality of company he keeps really speaks a lot as to his integrity. Not only that, but his, what he does in the community speaks a lot to his integrity. And, you know, I, I was thinking, well, as we kind of are involved in this day and age with social media, news, and, you know, this, this, this incessant focus on bad and controversial and all of these things... And yet, it's just been proven over and over again that if you want to change something, somebody, a community, the fastest way to do that is through positive reinforcement, right? And so celebrating good, and in fact, we even use that model in our treatment courts. Like, you, you need to celebrate at a four or five to one rate. You need to celebrate the good things people do versus the bad things because that produces the most change. Well, it's the same with society. And so you guys doing something like this to point out the great things that someone in our community, a community leader, does. And I call him a community leader because of what he does, right? It, you don't have to be elected. You don't have to have some badge to be a community leader. In fact, the greatest community leaders are probably not those individuals, I would argue. Not not me, the, the people like me are not the greatest community leaders. Um, it's those that are um, less put up on a pedestal but more behind the scenes like Scotty doing the things that help make our community great and so that is what I see and that's so I mean yes is there a specific story no but there's a general story that that impresses me and that's it's just him it's just who he is it's what he chooses to do and be in our community that's what really impresses me and so you guys uh, doing something like this to celebrate good instead of just incessantly focus on bad that's what we need because that I think will incentivize more and more people to start mimicking good people like Scotty so we want to thank all of the various folks we've had come in and contribute today to speak uh, very highly of Scotty Martin, whether he uh, likes to think so or not. Uh, he's got that rough exterior, but he also has that uh, softer side. Uh, will he admit it? I guess that's pretty much up to him. But there is one lady we uh, want to make sure and uh, get a word from, and that's Jill Ray from Slumberland Furniture. Mindy, tell us about Jill and her relationship with Scotty Martin. 
Well, the Rays and Slumberland Furniture started a program where they donate beds to kids um, in need. And Scotty Martin heard about this, jumped up, participated as a big contributor now, and also is um, has some really great stories to tell about uh, delivering these to these kids in need. So Jill's going to tell us some pretty cool stories about Scotty. Here's Jill Ray on 89.3 The Key. Scotty and I were in a um, business networking group together, and I was talking about our Homes for the Holidays um, mattress giveaway, and almost immediately following that first first time I, I talked about it in the meeting, Scotty approached me and wanted to be a part of it. Um, and so because he became a part of it and invested financially and his time into it, we were able to just continue to grow the number of mattresses that we give away each year and not only give away the biggest chunk in December, but we have enough to give, continue to give them away through the year as school counselors call us or social workers call us for foster parents and things like that. So um, Scotty um, financially invested, but he also came to the store and he takes half of those mattresses. Um, he helps us route those deliveries. He delivers half of them. He takes his little um, brother with him for Big Brothers Big Sisters program and um, he just also takes his children on those deliveries. So he's, it's a part of, I mean, he's definitely a huge part of the growth of that program. We were able to give away over 140 mattresses just in December. So not counting the whole year leading up to. So he's, and he's fun to work with. He's easygoing. He loves what he's doing. He comes back with stories. He comes back. Um, we set those beds up for the kids. So we do the mattress, the box springs, the metal frame, and a set of sheets. And he's the reason there's even sheets involved. Um, he has added that to, um, to it. And he's just, you know, I don't know if you've heard him tell the stories, but sometimes it's it's a tearjerker to see a child that has never slept in their own bed be so excited to get their own bed. And, and more, more often than not, he's teary-eyed when he talks about his deliveries that, that day. So, um, yeah, and it takes a few days to get those deliveries out as we do the 140 plus. So it's, it's amazing. For most of those folks that know Scotty, he's just real quick and matter of fact and kind of a little gruff. So one day he came back telling the story of a, of a little girl receiving her mattress and tears are just rolling down his cheek. And so then I'm crying and then our store manager, Daryl Cunningham's crying and we're all just uh, teary eyed about it. And we, this year, this was last year, this year we go on the radio and I was like, well, tell that story, Scotty, about you know the little girl that you delivered to last year and he starts crying all over again on the radio so it was just you know and he's kind of laughing crying because he's crying and just to see this big gruff guy um kind of shed a tear over that and and know how involved he is and not just our program but the entire community he's just a giver he's 100% a giver So what an amazing hour, what an amazing journey, and what great stories we've been able to share with all of you about Scotty Martin, a guy who doesn't want any accolades, doesn't want a pat on the back, doesn't want a check on the shoulder. He just wants to help out his community. So first and foremost, I want to thank 
all of the great contributors that we had. Uh, a lot of great folks telling uh, a lot of great stories and sharing a wonderful amount of uh, great memories about Scotty Barton. And, of course, Mindy Sales, who put this whole thing together. Thank you, Mindy, for spearheading it. Thank you for uh, arranging the guests and uh, getting them in here and doing all the recording. Because for you, the radio listener, you heard this in an hour, and this has taken us a little bit of time so we can coincide with everyone's schedule, get them in here to tell their stories. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, goodness, my pleasure. Thank you, KB, for uh, allowing me to have the time to do this. I'm, I'm honored to be able to talk about Scotty. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know him personally. So the, to be able to talk about him and hear all these wonderful things, I, um, I'm just, I feel very honored, and I'm looking forward to his reaction i'm not sure whether or not we're going to be friend or foe when this is all over with i'm hoping we're friends um but i'm just honored to be able to share this awesome guy with our community and uh, what scott's concrete does what the family does uh, what they do for this community i think it's um i i'm honored to be able to share this story so i look forward to hearing about uh, how scotty's going to respond to this and uh we'll we'll talk about that maybe at a later date um, but again, thank you to everyone that participated. Thank you, KB, for your work and doing, helping me with this. And uh, thank you to Scotty Martin and the Martin family for being pretty awesome. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, January 5th. A former Lake of the Ozarks real estate agent, Leanne Bauman, who allegedly tried to pay to get her mother-in-law killed, has had her case dismissed and will not be going to trial. In a statement, Bauman wrote thanks to Camden County for recognizing she never intended anyone actual harm. Camden County prosecuting attorney Rochelle Grovesner explained to Lake Expo that the case had been dismissed before she even took office. Data from the Missouri Department of Conservation shows that deer hunters in Missouri harvested over 8,000 deer during the alternative methods portion of the firearms deer season. Top harvest counties were Franklin with 200 deer harvested, Harrison with 186, and Macon with 162. Many are waiting for the start of boat show season for a chance to plan for next summer's boating season. However, both the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, as well as the Kansas City Boat and Sports Show, have been canceled for 2023. Organizers cited venue problems as the reason for this year's cancellation. A full list of Lake Area Boat Shows is available at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life lakeexpo.com Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-280-0532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer.
Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A lot of college hoops last night. 20th ranked Mizzou on the road against number 13 Arkansas. Good game. Mizzou led by as many as 17 in the first half. Led by seven at halftime. They lose the lead in the second half and end up losing the game 74-68. But again, Mizzou proving they're a pretty good team this year. Uh, Losing to a top 20 team in a tough game here ends their string of two straight wins over top 20 teams, Illinois and Kentucky. Next up for the Tigers, Saturday at home against Vanderbilt. MSU Bears with a nice win last night. They beat up on Evansville 85-62. The Bears' fourth straight win. They're now 8-7 on the season. High school basketball, Camdenton is 9-3 after losing earlier this week at Lebanon. Lebanon. It is uh, Camdenton busy Friday at home against Kickapoo. Six and four Osage busy Friday at Stoutland. Five and six Eldon Friday at Salem. Versailles six and two on the season. They're playing this week in the Stover tournament. They beat Smith Cotton earlier this week. Next game on Lake TV will be next Tuesday. Camdenton Lakers at home against Rolla. That's a really good Rolla team so far this year. St. Louis Blues eighteen seventeen and three on the season. They beat Toronto Tuesday. They are on the road to play New Jersey tonight. Chiefs getting ready for a showdown this weekend and the regular season against the Raiders. The Chiefs 13-3. That is the number one seed in the AFC for the moment. Remember, the Bills didn't get a play last week. They're 12-3. A half game behind the Chiefs, depending on what the NFL decides to do with that Bills-Bengals game that was suspended. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the high school basketball coaches show. This week it's Eldon coach Nathaniel Caudell on the Mustangs program. Check that out every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider. With your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan counties. Online at adairs animals.com or call 573 378 8739. 573 378 8739. Can your business benefit from free consulting help? If you are a business owner with a website and social media presence and would like more market share and audience reach, a student assistant might be perfect for you. The Missouri Small Business Development Center at State Fair Community College has partnered with the accredited Digital Market Class to offer one-on-one collaboration to benefit businesses and students at no cost to you. Students can help with digital marketing, web design, search engine optimization, advertising and marketing, social media, and more. Your only commitment is to collaborate with your student through recurring meetings and assignment discussions. It's a win for businesses and students. Spring semester is January 17 through May 14. If you want to know more, contact Kelly Asbury by phone at 660-596-7350. 
Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. Be the Lake Sounding Board, Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks. It's 89.3, The Key. Hey, good morning at 9.08 is our time. We are so glad to have you with us. And man, oh man, what a great hour for uh, kicking things off for the Thursday edition with our uh, tribute to, uh, to Scotty Martin. And I hope that everybody took the time to uh, tune in and check it out on keyradio.live. 89.3, our free phone apps for Android phones and iPhones, and we are here with you this morning. Glad to have the opportunity to uh, do a little chatting as we will shortly with Danny Ellison, the educated redneck. He should be checking in here momentarily. What a great, uh, great program. Tom Abbott is going to stop by and join us in studio. Uh, the folks at Ozarks Amphitheater have decided to uh, team up with the group that is uh, saving the historic Swinging Bridge in Brumley, and I think that is just awesome. And so we're going to share some time with Tom and to let you folks know just exactly what is going on and find out more about uh, what the folks at Ozarks Amphitheater are planning on doing in terms of helping out with uh, this fundraiser. And uh, I think it's just uh, I think it's just outstanding that they have jumped on board uh, because they realize the significance of the bridge, the Swinging Bridge in Brumley. And as is the case, they uh, they want to help out. They want to get on board and make this thing a reality. It is 9-10, and here he is to join us for the first time this year. That would be our good friend, the 
educated redneck Danny Ellison. And I don't know what uh, Danny's planning and ranting and raving about today, but I would imagine we might even talk a few predictions as far as what's going to be happening in 2023. And then our final broadcast uh, of the year, we will uh, see if maybe we can't... uh, <laughs> Can't see if those predictions have come true. Danny Ellison, good morning to you, sir. How in the world are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, good to be home for the second week. Finally starting to shift back into time zones, and and we went from freezing weather to 60 degrees. <laughs> I know uh, all along the East Coast, people are enjoying the weather, uh, wearing shorts and uh, tank tops and getting out uh, probably not too far from the beach, if not on the beach, with this great weather in the month of January. But as is the case, uh, I- I'm certain it won't last long. So uh, let's get uh, let's get into the thick of things this morning and get started. And I will uh, ask you. Uh, what is on your mind, and uh, what uh, do you want to rant and rave, or do you want to make some predictions for uh, for the year? Well, uh, we'll kind of do a little mixture of both. The first thing I want to talk about is the 500-pound uh, elephant sitting in the room uh-huh. that nobody wants to talk about, the uh, football game the other night. Um, now, we've had multiple experts uh, weigh in, and uh, everybody's trying to go with this whole story that it was a shock to the heart that caused him to fall dead well not dead but uh have his heart stop Mm -hmm. cardiac Um, arrest and and when you cardiac arrest and uh i watched dr drew pinsky's um opinion on this and his opinion was that if that was the case of what started it a mere electrical shock would have restored his heart and he also mentioned the fact that the shoulder plaid have a breastplate on the nfl players to specifically stop that type of impact. And then he addressed the fact that people go, well, there was a hockey player. He goes, a hockey puck traveling at the speed it's traveling is a much sharper impact. And then he says also, and this is uh, another thing that nobody wants to talk about, nobody's talking about all the other football players that weren't even involved in the games that have died in a heart attack of the last week. There's been two of them, and they were all in their 30s and 40s. There was a 34-year-old, there was a 46-year-old, there was a 42-year-old, there was an Australia film director, and all of these people undeniably vaxxed. They were also in the club of the back. And nobody wants to come out and say it, and if you say it, oh, you're heartless. There's something. See, this is how you control the message. You have to say the other side is heartless for pointing out something now that in hearings, the insurance actuaries are proving that there's a gigantic spike in deaths of people under 40. Now, folks, I'm going to say this again. Allow me for the people in the cheat seats. We need a full investigation with a team of not just government shills, but these people out here, the inventor of the MRNA is talking about this. What does he know? He only invented it. And so we have these people who have invented it. We have doctors that are risking their careers because of the nattering mob that will attack them. Look at what happened to Skip Bayless and all those people. You're only allowed to have one opinion in this country. It's the opinion of the regime. And if you speak out against the regime, you will be silenced. Folks, everybody keeps going. How did Nazi Germany do what they did? You're watching it. The message is being controlled. You're not allowed to question the narrative. 
If this was merely a shot to the heart, why is he still on machines? Because if it was just something to stop it, like Penske said, it should have returned to normal. Why are they so guarded over this? Why are we not allowed to speak of this? And then you add that to the fact that all the people who've been screaming, Russia, 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 and interfering with our elections now have proof with documentation that the FBI interfered in a presidential election and nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Folks, we, the people, need to demand that a full investigation with a full releasing of all the testing documents, not a trickle that will take years to get it out, Everything needs to come to the table, including communications with Fauci and communications with Biden, communications with the FBI. There needs to be a full, not, look, they had a sham trial for January 6th where nothing happened. They spent millions of dollars. Don't tell me we can't do this and don't tell me we shouldn't do this. All right, so... After watching what happened and not really knowing other than what we were being told, um, I think a lot of us obviously were in shock to begin with. But uh, then, of course, you've got uh, different groups that you have to deal with. You have to deal with the uh, the NFL, and you have to deal with the Players Association. And obviously there were certain things that uh, the NFL didn't want you to know about, and I'm sure there were certain things that the Players Association didn't want you to know about. And when uh, I will tell you that uh, when this first happened, I just happened to switch over to the game. I was watching something else. I switched over to the game just to see what was going on because it was, uh, you know, Cincinnati and, and, and Buffalo. And it uh, it just so happened that prior to that, uh, this particular play where the incident occurred, there was another player who got in, injured. And uh, then, of course, the next series is where uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, made the tackle and went down. And, you know, I, for all intents and purposes, the way they were talking about having to administer CPR, and he was on a ventilator, and uh, they had given him oxygen there and took him off the field in an ambulance. I actually thought maybe that uh, he had at one point passed away. Well, his heart did stop, and they had to restart the heart through uh, CPR. And as I was watching this broadcast continue, uh, I thought that everybody, as far as uh, the various broadcasters that were involved, uh, maybe knew something that uh, we didn't, uh, the rest of us didn't know, and so they were just told to keep quiet about it. Um, as far as any information that was released, of course, it was uh, highly guarded. And so as far as things go, we probably will never, and, and, and maybe as uh, uh, more and more people look into it, there will be some things that are released about it. But it, it certainly does, once again, um, and, and, and not to take anything away from this young man and his family, uh, of course, his mother was with him at the time, but not to take anything away from them because it was uh, something that a lot of us have never witnessed uh, on live TV. I mean, you know, there, there have been sporting events where, uh, let's take any uh, motorsports uh, event where we've seen somebody involved in a wreck and or, you know, another sport where someone has been injured. 
I remember uh, years ago on Monday Night Football when uh, Lawrence Taylor got a hold of Joe Theismann and his uh, Joe Theismann's leg was broken right there on national TV, and we didn't have the kind of uh, uh, technology that we have now where you you know they don't want to show it over and over again, but at the same time it, it does lend itself to a lot of other things that have gone on in terms of the information that we receive was it the accurate information was it the true information and a lot of folks are probably going to tell you no i was getting um, messages my phone blew up on monday night as well as a portion of the day on tuesday with uh, some of the things that uh, you're talking about right now so uh yes the information was controlled there's no doubt about it and uh, as is the case with many other things the information was not given to us in real time, and maybe at some point uh, somebody will go back and say, well, you know, we need to clarify this, we need to clear it up. But as you mentioned, there are other things that uh, we will never get clarification on, and I think that is a sad point. That well, is is certainly something that, um, uh, you know, we wish, as the American people in the country, we're, we're supposed to be uh, uh, living uh, with freedom, uh, that we would receive and that people who have an alternate opinion or an alternate conclusion or have done the research, much like COVID, uh, their information would uh, at least be put out there so people can weigh it and uh, make their own educated decision as to what's right and and what's not. Well, here's the thing, and, and this is what nobody wants to talk about. Again, you're not allowed to talk about this because you will be labeled heartless. You will be labeled a, a, a ne'er-do-well, that you just want to live off something that doesn't exist. Well, it does exist. Because now I, I watched another uh, doctor who, see, this is what's funny. Everybody goes, what's your source? My source is sworn testimony in the European Union. My source is a German leader who is sitting there talking about the data that everybody's hiding. Uh, there has they took I can't remember the exact number, but the the exact number in this year the number of athletes that have died of cardiac events is equal to the total number over the past thirty years that have died of cardiac events. We have data in our face, but the government doesn't want you to see that data because the government forced you. Under the threat of losing your jobs, many people lost their jobs, they threatened you, they coerced you, and they didn't give you informed consent, which is one of the laws of the Nuremberg Code that was developed because the Nazis were doing things to people that they were not informed about. It's called informed consent. And now one NFL player, I'm sure his career will be be cut immensely short, who is not, who is one of the few that said, I will not get vaccinated, like Aaron Rodgers, he said that we were not given the choice. We should have been given the choice. We should have been given the information. You have are watching the biggest misinformation campaign ever foisted on the planet Earth. And one of my predictions for this year is that there will be an investigation and if the Republicans are truly Republicans, there will be a full investigation with medical doctors from both sides will be held in open court. And Fauci, I hope 
and this is one of my predictions also, Fauci will be brought up on charges if there is any justice in the United States. No doubt about it. Well, we'll see if it happens uh, or not. I'm sure that uh, once the Republicans can figure out who is going to be the uh, speaker, <laughs> and that in itself is another interesting uh, uh, interesting dilemma that we're dealing with, that the country is dealing with, that, uh, you know, the fact that we went through all of this to uh, get a change in Congress, in the House, and now with all of the infighting between, uh, I, I believe it's, what, 200 uh, Republicans want McCarthy as the speaker, and there's like 20 or 21 that don't. And so I think now the Republicans are even reaching out to the Democrats to see just exactly uh, who may uh, want to step up and help them there. However, again, we find ourselves in another situation where uh, there's so much infighting, and I heard them refer to these uh, uh, these Republicans that uh, don't want McCarthy as the speaker. Uh, they're calling them extremists. Now, I don't know if they have a valid point or not, but I do know that the American people don't want to have to sit here and put up with another dog and pony show that they uh, were hoping that, uh, you know, the speaker would be settled upon, that position would be settled upon, and that the Republicans could get to work doing the business that, uh, you know, a lot of people want them to do so i guess we'll have to see how all of that plays out it's 923 danny and i'm just curious do you want to throw a few predictions out there for the uh, new year oh yeah let's let's throw some predictions out there um i uh one of the things that i'm real curious about is a major economic crash i the writing's on the wall the used car market has collapsed. Uh, used car prices, car prices in general, are falling. The once red-hot real estate market that was reminiscent of the real estate market right before the last crash, there's going to be a major crash in the real estate market. And uh, so I see a major financial happening this year. Um uh, whether it be in the car market, the student loan market, whatever, I see a major financial crash. Um, I'm hoping that term limits will be brought to the table in Washington, D.C., um, because that's one of the things Jim Jordan brought up in all this hearing stuff, that there needs to be a uh, term limit bill for everybody in Congress. I don't think anybody in the world can deny that that needs to be done. Um, so a financial downturn, um, they're already going to start campaigning for the next election. So I'm saying that Biden's going to try to throw his hat in the ring this year because he already said that his wife has okayed him for the go ahead for an election. And it's obvious that the Democrats don't care that he can't put two words together. And all he's cared about is shaking hands with people who don't exist and eating ice cream but that doesn't seem to bother them at all. So I think Biden will uh, make more moves towards being the next presidential candidate. Um, I hope that an investigation will be opened into the election interference done by the FBI and the collusion of the Biden administration with Twitter and Facebook 
to suppress information will happen. I also hope there'll be a full investigation of Hunter Biden's laptop in which he will be charged and convicted, not this year, but he'll be charged this year and later be convicted of uh, all kinds of really disgusting things. And I hope that it takes his dad with him. Those are hopes, predictions, but a lot of this hinges on whether the Republicans actually have a spine like the Democrats. They seem not worried. They will bring, they will bring charges without an ounce of information. We have tons of information, yet we won't bring charges. So all this counts on Republicans actually acting like Republicans instead of Democrat shills. All righty then. Is uh, is that it? <laughs> that's you mean that's all yeah, because, but, because normally we we have about eight or ten of these things. Uh, well, I'm going to go for some other things. Um, I I think that that we may be due for some kind of major solar activity. Uh, if you've been watching a lot of the different YouTube. Uh, videos put out by people. We've been having quite an active sun, and we've been hit with quite a few solar flares. And we could see a major solar flare this year. I will go with that one. Um, I don't see. I, I I just don't see a lot of positive things. I wish I could come up with a bunch of positive uh, predictions for the year, but I think this year is going to be a very nasty year, to be honest, all the way around. Uh, I don't think the infighting in Washington is by any means done. Uh, so they will be, I, they'll become inept this year uh, because they won't be able to pass anything because everything is going to get vetoed by Joe that gets passed by the Republicans. Uh, I do hope also that maybe there'll be an investigation into the Arizona election. Uh, but again, all this counts on people actually taking up what is obviously there rather than just walking past it, calling you a conspiracy theorist, and moving on down the highway. All right. Are you still there, Danny? Hold on just a second. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, hold yeah, on. I was waiting for you to write. I'm writing, but uh, apparently I'm also getting a... Let's do that right there. So that way I can uh, finish my conversation. We had uh, somebody trying to call in here this morning. <laughs> but not uh, not a caller uh, that is uh, going to be online. Anyway, I, uh, you know, it's kind of tough because I think at some point everyone would like to see something, anything that is positive this year and, and positive for people as a whole. And, uh, you know, I don't know if if we are so divided, if we are so... Or if we become this society of people who wear our feelings on our sleeves so much so that nothing that happens will make everyone happy. Well, you know, they say you can't make 100% of the people happy 100% of the time. But, you know, 50, 60, 70, maybe 80% of people, that would certainly be nice. So I don't know if there's anything out there that would really do anything to uh, maybe kind of bring us together, kind of unite us. And that's certainly something that uh, our wonderful friends in Washington, D.C. don't want to see, anything that's going to bring people together. 
Uh, and normally when we all come together, it seems like it has to be something bad that everybody focuses on in order to get us to realize and understand that, uh, hey, sometimes it's okay to cross the political divide. Sometimes, uh, you know, hurting our feelings doesn't necessarily matter because when it does happen, uh, it gets everybody fired up to want to work collectively to get things done. And uh, again, I don't know what topic you can even uh, put out there in order to, you know, get people on board as a whole, but hopefully there's something. And, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, this year that there are some people that uh, maybe have had some problems and uh, if anything else, maybe we don't look at it as a whole. Maybe we look at it uh, to some degree as individuals, that they reach out for help, that they uh, uh, do what they can to understand and realize that they're not alone, and that uh, there are people who are willing to talk with them if they need uh, need somebody to sit down and talk to. I'm certainly one of those people, and I'd love to talk to uh, others if they're experiencing uh, things like I went through and I'm still going through and will continue to go through. But more importantly, I appreciate you, sir, and everything that uh, you bring to the table each and every Thursday, and we'll look forward. We've got your uh, spot all dusted off and ready for you each and every Thursday at 910. So with that being said, my friend, the best new year that you can possibly have, I hope, is coming your way this year. And uh, we'll just kind of take it each week as it comes and deal with it. And I hope that our listeners will also come along for the ride because you bring a lot of good things to the table, including common sense. And uh, that is something in this day and age that we're kind of really running short on. Well, I will make one further prediction. I will come by and see you sometime in August. On my way to the West Coast to do the tour again, I will definitely drop in and see you all. Uh, it was a very bad start for the tour this year. I was delayed two weeks. Right. I didn't have time on the way home because I was racing the storm. But I do want to come back in and sit in the studio. And I want everybody to realize that the most important thing people can do this year is don't be silent by the mob. There you go. Don't, don't abandon your convictions. Stay steadfast. Stay brave and trust that it will all work out because it will, but there will be hard times and you will need to have a head about you. And that's the difference between survival and not. Danny Ellison, as always, sir, thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day, a great week, and we'll catch up with you next Thursday. Well, thank you so much. You all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. We'll do it. We definitely will. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break. We'll hear from Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, Chris Schneider with Lake TV, and then the one and only Tom Abbott. He is the uh, owner of Iron Eagle Tactical. Of course, you always see him out there at Ozarks Amphitheater. And uh, we're going to talk with Tom about a fundraiser that they're going to be working on in 2023 to help out uh, some folks who are uh, definitely working hard to save a historical piece of uh, the Lake of the Ozarks. We'll do that after the break right here on 89.3 The Key. I'm 
Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, January 5th. A former Lake of the Ozarks real estate agent, Leanne Bauman, who allegedly tried to pay to get her mother-in-law killed, has had her case dismissed and will not be going to trial. In a statement, Bauman wrote thanks to Camden County for recognizing she never intended anyone actual harm. Camden County prosecuting attorney Rochelle Grovesner explained to Lake Expo that the case had been dismissed before she even took office. Data from the Missouri Department of Conservation shows that deer hunters in Missouri harvested over 8,000 deer during the alternative methods portion of the firearms deer season. Top harvest counties were Franklin with 200 deer harvested, Harrison with 186, and Macon with 162. Many are waiting for the start of boat show season for a chance to plan for next summer's boating season. However, both the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, as well as the Kansas City Boat and Sports Show, have been canceled for 2023. Organizers cited venue problems as the reason for this year's cancellation. A full list of Lake Area Boat Shows is available at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life lakeexpo.com Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A lot of college hoops last night. 20th ranked Mizzou on the road against number 13 Arkansas. Good game. Mizzou led by as many as 17 in the first half. Led by seven at halftime. They lose the lead in the second half and end up losing the game 74-68. But again, Mizzou proving they're a pretty good team this year. Uh, losing to a top 20 team in a tough game here ends their string of two straight wins over top 20 teams, Illinois and Kentucky. Next up for the Tigers, Saturday at home against Vanderbilt. MSU Bears with a nice win last night. They beat up on Evansville 85-62. The Bears' four straight win. They're now 8-7 and seven on the season. High school basketball, Camdenton is 9-3 after losing earlier this week at Lebanon. It is uh, Camdenton busy Friday at home against Kickapoo. 6-4 Osage busy Friday at Stoutland. 5-6 Eldon Friday at Salem. Versailles 6-2 on the season. They're playing this week in the Stover Tournament. They beat Smith Cotton earlier this week. Next game on Lake TV will be next Tuesday. Camdenton Lakers at home against Rolla. That's a really good Rolla team so far this year. St. Louis Blues 18-17-3 on the season. They beat Toronto Tuesday. They are on the road to play New Jersey tonight. Chiefs getting ready for a showdown this weekend and the regular season against the Raiders. The Chiefs 13-3. That is the number one seed in the AFC for the moment. Remember the Bills didn't get a play last week. They're 12-3. 
a half game behind the Chiefs, uh, depending on what the NFL decides to do with that Bills-Bengals game that was suspended. Hey, Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, including the high school basketball coaches show. This week it's Eldon coach Nathaniel Caudell on the Mustangs program. Check that out every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by our media partners at Lake TV. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Lake TV brings you five local shows to let you know what's going on and help you get to know our area's movers and shakers. Lake TV also brings you live high school football and basketball and a weekly coaches show. Watch Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku, Amazon Fire, and always streaming live at MyLakeTV.com. Start 2023 outright. Learn evidence-based wellness that works. Learn conflict resolution. Learn agile. It's fast and it's effective. Learn growth mindsets, action, and accountability. Learn to grow from life's challenges. There'll be seven speakers, three virtual and four in person. You'll receive an ebook, Scrum Master. You'll receive the book, Encompass Purpose 2.0, a gift certificate for coaching, Peace Fire and Two Fire training, beverages, finger foods, all for $49 on January 19th from 1 to 4.30 at Encompass Purpose in Max Creek. So just call 573-286-5625 or EncompassPurpose.com and make sure to listen to us right on this station. I'm Pastor Jerry Odell from Heartland Worship Center for Creation Expo. How should we interpret the Bible? Well, my suggestion is not to interpret, but to set our hearts to understand. 2 Peter 1.20 reads, But know this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. When we read other books, we intuitively expect that the author is trying to communicate clearly. Our job as a reader is to comprehend the author's message based on their words. We expect the author means exactly what is written. Why then do we interpret the Bible? It's mostly a history of God's interaction with the Hebrews, and facts are facts. The question is what believers ought to believe. It seems to me we interpret Scripture because we aren't satisfied with God's plain meaning with the words He chose to use. We don't want to say the Bible is wrong, so we decide for ourselves what God really means to make it easier for us to swallow. These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books. Key Radio wants to help our community by offering a platform for all groups and organizations to share their message. If you have a pre-recorded public service announcement talking about who you are and what you do, email it to kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Rotary clubs, veterans groups, animal shelters, fundraising organizations, and more are all welcome to send us their pre-recorded message. Key Radio reserves the right to deny or accept any PSAs received. A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan Counties. Online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739, 573-378-8739. 
This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. Right back here at 941, and we thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great uh, great two-hour program. And speaking of which, on the program tomorrow, Bev Aylin will join me in our number one at about 810, of course, Bev, with uh, Concerned Women for America Up Missouri. We'll also take a trip among the dogwoods with our good friend, Mr. Dave Maupin, and figure out just exactly what is on his mind. And you can subscribe to his blog. It's very simple to do. Just uh, do it, and you'll be able to stay up on everything that is happening around uh, the Lake of the Ozarks in terms of uh, county commission meetings here in Camden County. He uh, does, from time to time, uh, sit in on a uh, School of the Osage school board meeting, and yes, even the Horseshoe Bend Special Road District gets a visit from Mr. Moffat, and he'll be my guest in the uh, 9 o'clock hour at 910. And if uh, we don't have a whole lot to talk about in regard to what's happening here at the lake, we'll normally get a few uh, LAPD stories from his days with the LAPD. 41 the high today, 28 the low. And uh, we'll see a few clouds then becoming partly cloudy this afternoon. Clear tonight, the low of 28, as I said. Cloudy and 52 for Friday. Some showers possible. Uh, down to a 46% uh, chance for that rain and a high of 43. Morning clouds, then the sunshine on Sunday, a high of 44. And then it looks like we're going to start the week with some upper 50s, then drop down to right around 50. And then uh, kind of the uh, 50, 40 degree weather that is uh, relatively predominant around this time of year. Let's take a look at current temps as far as things go. 35 at Osage Beach, 33 in Camdenton, a little on the chilly side. Lake level at 656.88. River level at 551.5. Surface water temp at 42 degrees. I always enjoy having our next guest in studio with us to talk about, uh, who knows, it might be something <laughs> concert related. It might be something dealing with Iron Eagle Tactical and or it might be something dealing with a, uh, a, a a piece of history here at the Lake of the Ozarks. And in this particular instance, Tom Abbott, who uh, does a great job. I don't know how he does everything he does. He spreads himself pretty thin. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh, but he's always involved, along with the folks at Ozarks Amphitheater, in uh, making sure that they uh, are putting the community in the forefront when it uh, matters most. And this is certainly something when we talk about the historic swinging bridge in Brumley that these folks are all about uh, helping out with. Tom, good morning. Good morning, KB. It's good to be back in studio with you. It's great to see you, my friend. (laughs) And uh, Tom and I have had some interesting adventures over the last year or more. We did a segment with Iron Eagle Tactical, Mm -hmm. which was fun. Mm -hmm. I still don't know where that forty-five bullet went to. Anyway, we'll talk about that another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, we'll have to find that at some point. Uh, however, uh, you know, we've had you and Mary Kay on talking about the concerts that are going to be out at Ozarks Amphitheater, and we've already got uh, uh, two shows that are coming up. Yeah, we're building that season uh, right now. We have two that are announced and on sale. I've got three more that are confirmed to announce in January. Start right. January seventeenth and twenty-fourth and the thirty-first. Outstanding. Uh, three more to announce this month, and then right now is the time where they really start falling into place all the dominoes start falling yeah. uh, so we're anticipating another six or eight shows that will confirm in january that will announce february march so we're looking at a 20 show season for the amphitheater go ahead and mention the two shows that are already out there well, right now we have at Chicago on sale, uh, which is a May 27th, Saturday of Memorial Day weekend right. uh, show. And then, you know, one of our 
are really cool announces is Walker Hayes, the the Applebee's guy, fancy like. So uh, he's on sale right now. That's for a June 22nd date. That's a Thursday night, so we'll get a lot of the locals to come out to that one and uh, hopefully draw some people down out of the cities as well. Well, we certainly uh, look forward to another great season. And, uh, again, uh, one of the nice things uh, about Ozarks Amphitheater, and it's always been that way, is the fact that you appreciate the community that supports you. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, when the shows come through uh, town, we get a lot of uh, people coming from uh, outside the area to enjoy Ozarks Amphitheater. And people to this day are still blown away by that facility and how cool it is. And what a great place uh, as far as an outdoor venue. Anywhere now, I know it was voted uh, one of the top five attractions in the state of Missouri, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the best live music venue for a large venue in the state of Missouri. And I got to tell you, you know, it's one of the greatest that you will find. Uh, you know, you talk about Red Rocks, you talk mm-hmm. about the Hollywood Bowl, you talk about some of the other great places around the country. This has got to be on the list as, uh, uh, you know, the bucket list for people. So if you're listening or you know somebody who's outside the area, goodness gracious, invite them down to a show at Ozarks Amphitheater. And uh, you guys have worked really hard to keep tickets reasonable. You've mm-hmm. worked really hard to, uh, uh, you know, try to get the scammers out of there. Right. And, you know, you talk about getting your tickets directly through Ozarks Amphitheater. Bridal Cave is a ticket outlet. Do you have any other local? Split Arrow Boutique down on the uh, Bagnell Dam Strip. So you can buy tickets there without the Ticketmaster ticketing fees. Uh, so that helps our locals and anybody that's visiting. But you're right. We For the Walker Hayes show, uh, front row tickets are 55 bucks. Outstanding. For that show. What so we're, we were happy to, to be able to accommodate that and, and him as an artist as well. I wonder how, you know, if you ask any of these artists that perform at Ozarks Amphitheater, because so many of them are just ticked off mm-hmm. at Ticketmaster uh, <laughs> for a variety of reasons. <clears throat> But got a little project that I'm working on that on the way down here. I made a few calls. There you go. And they've got to be happy with that. People able to come out to the show and not have to mortgage the house in order to do it. Yeah, it's um, I, and I, I can't throw Ticketmaster under the bus. They've been our ticketing outlet for six years now, and they've been tremendous to work with. Um, they really do have the best game in town. Uh, there's there's nobody that can compete with them from a, a service standpoint. Um, and service costs money, let's face it. So there are ticketing fees that, that come along with that. Um, it's the third-party resellers and the, the high demand for such as Taylor Swift, Kenny Chesney, Bad Bunny, you know, whenever those shows. There's just an unanticipated demand for live music right now across right. across the well, nation, across the world. Uh, you know, shut it all down. Absolutely. So people are coming back with a vengeance, and that creates the demand. So in, in to combat that for this year, we've pushed our seating capacity from 6,300 tickets that we would normally sell to 7,500. So we've mm-hmm. opened up another 1,200 seats. By doing that, I opened up more parking uh, to accommodate that. So we have the capacity to park about 2,500 cars now, and there's average three people per car. Right. So I've got parking now for 7,500. We In a couple of years, we want to expand that to 9,000 so that we can compete. It's going to happen, too. Oh, it's, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, already, it's already in motion. So uh, Red Rocks has a capacity of 9,000. Um, and you're right. We want to be mentioned in the same breath with red rocks with uh, the gorge amphitheater in washington mm-hmm. with the uh, hollywood bowl both from the fans perspective and the artist perspective the artists have their own bucket list of places that are must play and that's red rocks the gorge um and um, the hollywood bowl and we want to throw the ozarks amphitheater in there as well why not 
you know. Lake of the Ozarks, beautiful destination. They do love coming here. We get a lot of feedback from the artists once they've been here, and we get them down to Bridal Cave. We get them to Hahatanka. We get them out on a bass boat, bass boat with uh, Bob Rankin fishing, and and uh, Aaron Lewis probably calls all the time. Uh, Aaron, yep, uh, you, him and Bob go fishing. Just, heck, I'll play on a Monday night. Just get me down back uh, out on the boat with Bob. He, he was he was down in Springfield in December, and uh, he goes, "I'm going fishing tomorrow," <laughs> and we we knew he was going with Bob. Yeah. So you know, they, anytime he's that close. Uh, uh, you know, so we get we get the stars out to a lot of the attractions around here, and that's that's part of it. And then they want to come back; they feel it's a family friendly uh, environment, so they can come back anytime. So there's a piece of history here at the Lake of the Ozarks yes. that's as important as mm-hmm. I, I would I would say it's comparable to the dam itself, and that's the Swinging Bridge in Brumley, now known as the historic Swinging Bridge in mm-hmm. Brumley for a lot of reasons. People have uh, grown up around it. People have come to the lake specifically to see it, and it's in a state of disrepair. It's obviously closed now. Uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, and with that work comes a lot of money, and there's the group that, uh, of course, we've talked to Kathy Jeffries and Marlene Hatmaker, and there's a whole m- uh, Mark Beabout, who's, yep. I believe, uh, he heads up this group. Yep. Uh, he's the president. Yep. We have a nonprofit uh, organization that is heading up the restoration uh, project of that. It was uh, made a National Historic Landmark. Uh, so that it can't be torn down, but our goal is to get it back functional again. Yeah. I mean, if you've never driven over, and I'm sure you have, yes. but there are a lot of people out there, and we get new people down here at Lake of the Ozarks all the time, and what the emphasis behind this was, uh, I was having a discussion with Steve Thompson at Bridal Cave, and they're one of our marketing partners, so we, we confer back and forth. That was the number two location at the lake that they were giving directions to, Haha Tonka being number one from any visitors that are in from out of state, out of the country. Um, and they'd heard about Haha Tonka, and they'd heard about this swinging bridge. Right. Uh, so they were always giving directions to it. When it closed in 2020, it became an issue both from a entrance and egress standpoint it shut down the state park has a campground there that you could overnight on it was and i've been there a dozen times in the last six seven years and used to run across it all the time when i was a kid i'm a fifth generation miller county and so we've grown up around that bridge and it's just a unique feature to drive a car across it and watch the cables float and all that stuff so it it is in a state of disrepair um and it being close to all all traffic now, well, you can't walk across it, you can't drive across it. It it's a safety hazard from from one standpoint because you can't get across there. Um, it shut down some of the state park stuff on the other side. There's a boat ramp on the other side that a lot of the duck hunters used in the winter time that they can't get to now. Right. So we've taken that on as a project. Um, you know, the amphitheaters involved, Bridal Cave, our our best lake attractions, which is Bridal Cave, Big Surf. Bear Bottom and like the and uh, the Ozarks Amphitheater, and then myself from Iron Eagle Tactical is like, how can we help raise money? Because it's a public-private funded thing now that it's a national landmark. The county can't just come in and say, well, here's six hundred thousand dollar check to open your bridge to you know traffic, but they do have some money set aside for it. But we have to raise about two hundred thousand dollars from the private sector. Mm-hmm. So it's two hundred thousand dollars from from our end, and another four hundred thousand dollars that the county could possibly put into it to get the bridge open to about a ten ton capacity, so that you could get an emergency vehicle across it if you wanted to, uh, whether it be a brush truck or an ambulance or something to that effect. So that's our goal, and to do that, we're doing fundraisers and. Be being in the gun business, I was like, and I love to shoot sporting clays out here at uh, MTA. So we have organized a um, group uh, event for 
April the 15th, Saturday, April 15th, tax day, so it's easy to remember. Uh, on A day you feel like on, going day, out yeah. and utilizing the uh, MTA gun yeah, club. Yeah, we'll, we'll be launching W-2s out of, those, uh, out of the throwing machine so you can shoot those. But um, there will be more details coming out about that. But I wanted to get in here and get that on everybody's calendar. Because sporting clays, if, you've never, if you love to shoot skeed, if you love to shoot trap, if you love to shoot anything, you want to get into sporting clays. I've done it a half a dozen times, and I'm hooked. It's like golf with shotguns. And I like golf, and I like shotguns, so why not combine the two of them? April 15th is a Saturday, by the way. It is. And uh, we'll uh, let folks know so they can uh, associate the two, the date of April the 15th and uh, the fact that it's Saturday. We'll be starting a Facebook page with this information on it, and I'll be looking for sponsors and people to help uh, put this on. It is a nonprofit, and again, any of the money that we raise goes back into the organization yeah. to uh, help help uh, relive in this bridge. The thing about it is the the history behind it, but of course the practical application, because people that cross that bridge for one reason or another, mm-hmm. uh, that cuts off about, what, 30 minutes? Because I, I think it's 15 minutes to utilize the bridge. It's 45 minutes to go around. Yeah, because you have to go into Lynn Creek, down A route, and then back across uh, Swinging Bridges Road. And it it's both from an EMS standpoint, there are School of the Osage uh, students that live on the other side of the bridge mm-hmm. that now have to be... The bus doesn't run over there that way, so they have to go around and drive over. Uh, so it's it's a considerable inconvenience. And again, from the tourism side of things, it is a it generates tourism dollars because people ask where is this at from Wisconsin, from uh, Minnesota, from all over the world want to drive across or see the swinging bridge, go over, hang out on the beach the gravel bar underneath it we've kayaked underneath it there are bald eagles down there it's just a great uh outdoor environment to take the kids and get them out and you know get them out from behind the video screens very true and a lot of people just like to go down there and recreate and have some Mm -hmm. fun Mm -hmm. great place to cool off and uh, again the historical significance of something like this is just amazing and the impact it has as tom mentioned as far as uh, the economy the economic impact when people come to the lake of course they want to eat and shop and play on the water but they want to learn a little bit about the area much like uh, going to hahataka or bagnell dam mm-hmm. uh, or even maybe getting out and seeing the tunnel dam absolutely uh, this is uh, this is a part of the tour this is a part of uh, coming to the lake and it has has been for for so many years so you sat down and and you kind of kicked it around with some other folks and and that's what we were talking about the fact that you know uh, i met kathy jeffries i think it was a couple of years ago at hot summer nights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they set up right there next to summer usa and they're selling merch they're selling uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts and prints and koozies, we have koozies, koozies now. yeah and, and and they're doing everything they possibly can to get yep. the word out and then i met with marlena a hat maker and she was on the program here not too long ago. I did a feature with her over on Lake TV as well. Bill Mulder and I went out there right. and did a feature on Lake TV. And to see the condition of this bridge, it's it's almost a little disheartening. It, it is. It is 90 years old. It was built in uh, 1931. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, as the lake was starting to fill up, they needed more to uh, to cover the wider expanse there. So it's you know, it's, it celebrated its 90th birthday uh, closed down, uh, unfortunately. And our goal is by the time that the 100th is open, that we can have 
you know, a hundredth birthday celebration, uh, you know, driving across that bridge again. Would and nice. we, we don't want it to be 10 years before we get the bridge open, but by God, if it takes that long, we will. It is, again, it's, it's listed as a national historic site now, so it, it can't be torn down, but that also adds some layers of how it can be re- preserved. And it's, it's safety isn't, in the structure as far as the cables or the boards that go across it and how it's the suspension part of it. It's where the cables um, terminate into the concrete abutments. And the concrete is now 90 years old and starting to crumble. And so the cables are at risk of pulling out of there. So that's where a lot of that needs to come into play is it, it has to be restored. So it's going to look like that whenever it's done. Um, we just want to make it stronger and make it capable where you can get emergency traffic across it if you need to. And again, it's it's a one-way bridge, right. so it's not like it has to handle a lot of weight. But you know, if you want to run an ambulance across it or a brush truck or something like that, it needs to be able to handle, you know, that kind of traffic. Which someone in need would certainly appreciate the fact that uh, uh, response time is is mm-hmm. going to be a lot shorter. Yeah. 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 And we're working very closely with the county. I mean, their county's aware of it, and um, you know, they're they're making up for past sins of probably what was maintenance that could have been done on the bridge that just never did get put in the budget because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's in the far reaches of, you know, close to the the Miller-Camden County line. And, and it's one of those that you really don't know what you have until it's gone. April the 15th, that's a Saturday, out at the MTA Gun Club. Uh, if people want particulars, look for the Facebook page yep. and or they can call or? Yeah, they can call my cell phone, 573 286 Five three five nine, uh, and again, we will have a uh, Facebook page up uh, with about the MTA shoot. There is a uh, Save the Historic Brumley Swinging Bridge Facebook page now. Brumleybridge.com. Brumley, yep, Brumleybridge.com uh, is a website, and uh, so get involved. Be aware uh, that you know there is a very historical piece of our history that is now not functioning, and two is in need of your help and uh, efforts to the point that about. 10 years ago um they were tearing down another bridge uh-huh. in miller county and i was threatened to go strap myself to it <laughs> so because the crane was down there and everything so let's not get that crazy <laughs> we, we, we need you around here to do other things i'm sure mary Kay would agree yes listen great uh, to have you in on the program keep us updated as we get a little closer we'll have you back and uh, make sure that folks are aware of it I want to thank everyone for listening thank you uh, again mindy sales and scotty martin uh, don't get mad at mindy 89.3 keys